<laughs> Hello and welcome fellow sovereigns. And this week I have been prompted to write a letter to the editor, or to several editors, to several newspapers, and it's something I haven't done for probably 40 years maybe. And um, I used to do it quite a bit, used to do a bit of, if you like, political stirring. And then I dropped all of that and it looks like I've taken it up again. Now the reason for my letters to the editor, or one letter to several editors, is because I'm up here on the Sunshine Coast, about two hours north of Brisbane, um, near a little town called Pomona. Now in Australia they have the seafront, the beaches, and so we have lots of development along the beaches, like the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, whatever. And then the land sort of rises and it becomes cooler and to me they're hills, they call them mountains here. So the, then, the, then the hills, and they call that the hinterland. And then beyond that, further inland, it then goes flat again, kind of like the sea but made of sand. And they call it the bush, which is strange to me because there ain't no trees. And bush to me is trees. So between the sea and the sand, if you like the sea and the desert, or the sea and the bush, is what they call the hinterland. And so I'm about, about half an hour in from the sea, in the hills, in the bush, and with, nestled within the bush is this little town just up the road called Pomona. Yes, I know, there's another Pomona in California, but this is the Australian one. And what prompted this letter to the editors was that I saw a sign in Pomona that the council is setting up a series of um, meetings and questionnaires and all sorts of things to ask how can we reshape Pomona to make it more whatever for the future. And to me, the council asking what can we do to change Pomona is the third question. But they've asked it first. So to me, the first question is, does Pomona need to be reshaped? Because reshaped is the council's word for turning it into a smart town. So the council says we want to reshape it, and how would you like to reshape it? That's the third question. The first one is, do the people of Pomona think that Pomona needs to be reshaped at all? And if the answer to that is no, there are no more questions. If the answer is that the residents, the Pomonians, is that the word, do want some reshaping, the second question would be, can they do it themselves? Because more often than not, change starts at the ground level. Grassroots, as they say, not at the top. And so the question of do the, can the Pomonans, can the people of Pomona, the POP, P-O-P, can they instigate their own changes if there are any needed? If they can, no more questions need to be asked. So the third question only comes into play when the Pomonans, that's the word, the Pomonans feel there's need to be change, 
and they feel they need somebody outside to help with that change. And then the third question can be asked, who outside and what's the change going to be? <clears throat> so I suspect that if roles were reversed and a posse of Pomonan people got together and invaded the council officers and said, right, we're going to uh, start an investigation and ask you what needs to be changed in your offices and the council procedures and all the rest of it. How would those council people feel? When Pomonan people have not been asked into the office, they know nothing about the office or council functions, and they have just decided the council needs to be changed and let's work with the council and make those changes. That is exactly what's happening in Pomona. Somebody outside has come in, they have decided that change needs to happen. Whether it does or not, from the perception of the Pomona people, is a moot point. No one's asked that question. No one's asked the council in. Maybe they don't want the council people interfering because from my perception, people are either born in Pomona and stay here or they arrive in Pomona and stay here because they like it. They like it as it is. And maybe there's no change needed. And to me, it's a little bit like 100, 200 years ago, missionaries going out to these noble, ignorant savages and telling them they need a new religion to get themselves sorted out. And you must do it our way. And so we convert you to our religion. Outsiders coming into a, an apparently okay, peaceful functioning community and saying you need to change we will pretend that we're involving you that's the council script but you're going to change anyway and maybe those noble savages those mature adult people of Pomona if you like are able to just run their businesses and their properties and their lives and their community with nobody else's help. Maybe they don't need anybody's help. And any change they're instigating, if required, they'll just quietly do it on a day-to-day -day basis, without remits, without agendas, without reports and committees and rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. They'll just quietly do it. So my question was, why is the council asking the third question Therefore, preempting the first two, assuming that change is needed and assuming that the Pomonians are so stupid they can't figure things out for themselves and they need outside influence. It's no different from the missionary mentality. Because, as I've said, people have come to Pomona or they've stayed in Pomona because they like it. And every town has its own spirit, its own energy. And that's always, it's an evolving thing. Once we start making plans, once we start setting up remits and permits and rules and changes, that spirit dies. And the fluidity of that spirit is stopped. That someone's put a plug in the hole and it's unable to flow. 
And I suspect a lot of people come or stay in Pomona for reasons they can't put words to. They just like it here. There's a, a vibe, an energy, a spirit, I'll use the word. There's something un, we can't put words to, unexpressible, something that cannot be put on agendas, something that cannot be put on remit, something that cannot be put into council plans. There's just, I feel right here. I feel at home here. I like the people here. I like the community. I like the vibe. Whatever. And so when we are starting to do the council type thing, setting up plans, setting up what do we want to change, we're not talking about the real reason we're here. Because the real reason we're here is beyond words. It's in the inexpressible world of the void. We just feel at home here. It feels right. This is our place. And that can't be put into council meeting procedures and rules and plan A, plan B, plan C, da-da-da. So that letter's gone out and they've asked me to go and take some photos in Pomona. <laughs> and it feels like going back to when I was a reporter, photographer for the Whangamata uh, community newspaper. So many years ago. So I'm being a community uh, photographer today. <laughs> and just asking people to start asking the first question. Do we really want change? If yes, the next question. Can we do it? If no, then the third question will get others outside. And I think this is not just about Pomona. This is about every little town on the planet. Every city on the planet, every community where governments and councils and federal and state and all of that think they need to make changes to what's going on. And a lot of people are just saying, look, just piss off. Just go away. Just leave us alone. And wherever we go, there's roadworks and there's buildings going up and there's things being changed. And it would just be nice, I think, to have a moratorium on progress. Just once a year, have a month of no progress. Just do nothing. Maybe don't even mow the lawns in the council parks. Just leave things alone for a month, maybe a week. I don't know. Stop roadworks. Stop stuff. Just let us be and see how the world is. Does it need us to keep interfering with it? I suspect not. Anyway, what do I wish you? I wish you a day of non-interference from the outside world. A day of just, huh, leave me alone, please. And I bless you and all who sail in her.